Courageous conversations are conversations that take you outside of your comfort zone, might be sometimes a little tense, and they are conversations that are meant to come to some decisions about things, not just to leave things dangling, because sometimes people don't like to make that decision. So the courage comes in when you have to make a decision. Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there. Through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews, Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision, how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 31 of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. How are you today, Lindsay? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm great, thanks. So I'm excited at this time of year because there's a lot going on. Anyone who follows the show probably knows we usually record these podcasts a little bit ahead of time. So we're coming up on the Christmas holidays now. So do you have anything exciting planned? I might have even asked you this on the, the last show we recorded. <laughs> For me, we are going to have a big family dinner at the farm and it's just a chance to reconnect with a big extended family. So it'll be nice to see everyone. How about you? Awesome. Yep. Same thing. We'll do the family, you know, both sides of the family. My wife's a nurse, so she's got to work a little bit around Christmas, but Thankfully, this year, she doesn't have to go in until Boxing Day evening. So we have Christmas mm. and Boxing Day. So for our U.S. listeners, Boxing Day being the day after Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also excited because we just got the backyard rink up and ready to go. So I'm just waiting for it to totally freeze so that we can get the boys out there skating. Oh, how nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, this is going to air after the holidays, but we just released a couple of weeks ago our David Eady podcast where we're talking about some of the issues that we can, you know, see with the states when things haven't been planned properly. And so we're just kind of continuing on that theme with Jane into the new year here and just making sure, you know, people are thinking about having courageous conversations, I guess, was uh, hey. the big things we got out of this. So our guest being Jane Bloffus. So what were your thoughts on the episode, Lindsay? I think what I really took away from it was as prepared as you think you are, you're never as prepared. And that those courageous conversations that you have to have, sometimes it's just a matter of sitting down with someone and saying, you know, this is something we have to discuss. We have to talk about what your wishes are, what you want for your state, all of those details that are hard to talk about, but are so essential to know and be communicated when everybody is there, right? Yeah. You know, the last couple of years, we have seen this conversation happening a lot more with people just because of the pandemic. I think people are starting to realize maybe we are mortal. <laughs> um, so that has helped, but it's still a conversation people don't like to have. So that's why Jane calls it courageous conversations because they're not easy conversations. And, you know, sometimes it can bring up things that are difficult to talk about, things that are difficult mm -hmm. to think about. But if we wait for something to happen to have the conversation, it might be too late, right? And so Jane's kind of the perfect example of that. She obviously has a difficult story that she touches a little bit on, but her book actually goes into a lot of detail on that. On that note, Lindsay, we could talk a little bit about our book giveaway. Yeah, so we have decided to give away 10 copies of Jane Bloffist's book with a stroke of a pen, Claim Your Life. The way that you can get a copy of this book is you first need to be a subscriber to the newsletter. 
So in order to do that, if you're not already, you can just go to our website, which is matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash podcast. And you scroll to the bottom and there'll be a chance to enter your name and email address. And that will subscribe you to our information. We promise we won't spam you. It'll be just updates on the podcast and any kind of investment pieces that we will provide to you. The second way, the second part of that is just reply to one of our emails with a screenshot of an honest five-star review of the podcast. And of course, don't forget to include your mailing address as well. And when we receive that, I'll make sure to mail you out a copy of Jane's book. All right. So excited about that. It's our first book giveaway on the show. So something a little new. We'll see how that goes. Sure. So Jane is obviously the best-selling author of the book with the stroke of a pen, the very book we're giving away. And her book and companion planning binder have become recognized as two of the most comprehensive, actionable, personal, and financial planning resources available today for families, individuals, and business owners. Jane brings to the table 25 plus years of insurance expertise as a financial advisor, manager, and executive. And today she is the principal of the Bloffice Group Incorporated based in Toronto, Canada, where she consults extensively in the financial services industry. And finally, her reputation and expertise make her an influential coach to many financial services professionals across North America. Okay, Jane, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm great, Joe. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm great. Lindsay and I are excited to have you on the show. Hi. I know a lot of other listeners are probably going to be happy to listen to this podcast episode. With that, we will just jump right into it. But maybe you could start by letting us know what led you to your current role as coach and the message that you're spreading. We'll talk a little bit more about the message in a minute, but just that path that led you to where you are today. Well, as you know, I had a 25 plus year career in the life insurance industry. So my life has been as an advisor, as a manager, and also an executive in three large life insurance companies and responsible for the training of advisors. So I've been doing a lot of work over the years with advisors, but I also had a leadership team of 22 people when I was in head office. So I did a lot of coaching with them as well. So it just was a natural thing for me after I left corporate. I took a year off because I could and then said, okay, what do I really want to do? And one of the things I love to do is coach advisors. So I just put a couple of feelers out there and it took off from there. All of it's been through introductions or for me speaking or stuff like that. So I'm living the life, loving what I'm doing. It brings me joy every day. I'm supposed to be in semi-retirement, but that's not happening. And that's fine with me because it keeps my mind active. It keeps me engaged and it keeps me meeting great people. So yeah, it's good. I mean, you were just telling us how your list of things that you just keeps growing, but we talk a lot about that with the podcast too, actually, how important it is, might be considered post-retirement years to have something that's fulfilling and keeps you active, keeps your mind working, all that kind of stuff. So sounds like you're doing that. Yep. My 94-year-old aunt keeps asking me when I'm going to retire and I say, why? <laughs> she says, don't you want some time off? I said, no. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny. Well, as long as you're enjoying it, I think that's the main thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right on. So you've wrote a book, which we're going to give away the book to some of our listeners. Thank you. And maybe you could just let us know a little bit about what led you to writing the book, but also what the message is you're trying to get across with your book to help others. Well, as I mentioned, I was in the industry for 25 years and 16 years into my career, my 39-year-old husband was killed in a plane crash and I became a widow with a 12 and a half year old daughter in less than 60 seconds. And fast forward, I'm happily remarried to another gentleman who was married to my girlfriend whom we lost through cancer. So 
luckily the year before everything happened, our wills had been updated. We'd bought more life insurance and all of that. And I thought I was prepared for something happening, but I found out the hard way that I wasn't as prepared as I thought I should have been. So I thought, okay, so with all my education, expertise, designations, experience, if I was blindsided, what would the average person go through if something happened to them? So we decided to share our story to help one family never to have to go through what we went through. But the whole premise behind it, Joe, people are very kind. And when they hear the story, they pat me on the arm and say, I'm so sorry for your loss. And they walk away. I wanted to affect change. I wanted to get people to realize that they have to pre-plan and that it doesn't just mean if somebody passes away suddenly, there's different life stages, ages and whatever. And we have to take all of that into account. So I wanted to help people to get courageous conversations started. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about that today because I've been coined as a catalyst for courageous conversations. And as I said, it's at all different stages. So there's a 33-page master checklist at the back of the book to help people to get the courageous conversations going. And I believe they start with us internally first. We have to speak, what does our heart want? And then we have to share that with the people that we love and we care about. And then we have to engage the proper professionals to help with that. So the message I'm hoping to get out there is that this doesn't have to be a scary conversation. It just needs to be a conversation. And I'm trying to give people some guidance and some suggestions as to what kind of questions you might want to be considering. Yeah, I know some of the things most people think about when they're preparing for that situation is my will's in place and I have life insurance. So I know you have the checklist, as you mentioned, that helps people start thinking a little bit deeper could you maybe touch on some of the things that might be on that checklist that people should be thinking about beyond just having a will and having some life insurance in place? Well, it's where's all your documentation? Where is everything? If something happens, luckily, because we were prepared, I at least had all the documentation I needed. It was other things that I had to deal with. But the last thing you want to do when you're in a stress situation is start having to look for stuff that you can't find. And if you know you can't ask somebody a question as to where it might be, so it's about, I call it getting your ducks in a row. It's about making sure that you know where everything is. And it's always easier when you can ask the person as opposed to trying to figure it out by yourself. So that would be one of the key things I'd also talk about. Okay. And I guess we think about that is, okay, get all my ducks in a row. But <laughs> that's easily said. But another thing is figuring out what all ducks need to be in a row and what all accounts are out there, all that kind of stuff, right? So I think that's where your checklist really can add a lot of value to people is, to get thinking about all the things that actually need to be lined up. Exactly. All right, Lindsay, I gotta let you chime in with a question. I'm talking a lot right now. <laughs> oh, and it's fun. I guess I'm curious. Many of our listeners are people who are close to retirement or in retirement. And just following along what we've been discussing, what would you say to people who are close to or in retirement? And what are the things you think that people in that situation should be thinking about or planning for? I think one of the things they should be planning for is, you know, we don't know how long we're gonna live. So we have to have certain checkpoints and things in place that are going to mitigate some of the risk and whatever. So it's taking a look at what are some of the things you want to do in retirement? Some of the questions to think of is, how do you spend your free time now? Are you a traveler or are you somebody who likes to stay at home? Because it changes the dynamics and it changes the pocketbook. 
So, you know, what is it that you want your retirement to look like? Because just for example, I had a vision of my retirement when I was married to my first husband, which changed dramatically after he died. And suddenly I became single and a widow. And it was like, okay, now I'm totally responsible. And then I remarried. My first husband loved to travel. My second is a homebody. So what is it that you both want? I think some of the things you really need to talk about is what does my vision of retirement look like? Because sometimes you're not on the same page. That's what I find with some people is that they think they're on the same page, but they haven't had the conversation to confirm whether they are or not. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. That's where planning can come in handy because it just forces some of those conversations. So one spouse might have a specific goal for retirement that the other one did not even know about, but at least it's coming out in the conversation. Yep. Yeah. And the other thing I think that's important is you often will see couples that there's an age discrepancy. And it could be a large one. So a younger person's vision might be very different than somebody who's maybe 10, 15, 20 years older. So I think those are important things to look at as well. I have some friends that I know quite well. He's 74. She's 59. She's traveling the world now and he's doing his thing and it's not always together. So, you know, these are some of the things to take into account. And are you comfortable with that? Yep. So something you mentioned earlier, which I think you also alluded to, we might talk a bit more about is courageous conversations. That's a word that I've heard you use a lot every time I've heard you speak. So maybe you could just expand a bit on what do you mean by courageous conversations? Courageous conversations are conversations that take you outside of your comfort zone, might be sometimes a little tense, and they are conversations that are meant to come to some decisions about things, not just to leave things dangling, because sometimes people don't like to make that decision. So the courage comes in when you have to make a decision. And I tried four times with my husband to ask him what his final wishes were. I know that's not part of the retirement planning discussion, but he would never tell me because he was young and he thought he was immortal. So I didn't know what to do after everything happened. And it was horrible. It was absolutely terrible. It was like he put handcuffs on me and blindfolded me. That's a courageous conversation. So it's conversations that we don't like to have, but we need to have in order for everybody to be on the same page. Do you have any tips for how to get people to move from having the conversation to taking that next step of actually getting a decision, maybe a decision documented somewhere? Well, I think working with someone such as yourself, a financial advisor, is a good person to have in the mix because sometimes we need an impartial third party in there to help to guide the conversation and to also be there to offer guidance, explanations, expertise, all of those kind of things. My financial advisor is key to my retirement planning, to our retirement planning. I even just sent him a little note the other day and I said, you know, I think we need to talk when you're back in town because I've got some questions about my retirement planning and whatever. I had been listening to a podcast where they were talking about retirement planning and even me think of some questions that I haven't asked myself. Oh, good. So I think that a financial advisor in the mix is somebody who can really help sometimes to get people more comfortable with making those kinds of decisions. Okay, that's great. In terms of crucial conversation, again, trying again to tie it back to our retirement listeners, 
One of the things is to make sure that the next generation understands our wishes. And I was wondering if you had any guidance in terms of how we make sure the next generation understands our wishes. We have to talk to them. And I know that's rather simple, but a lot of times I have young people who say to me, I can't get my parents to talk to me about anything. Like I ask them and they won't talk to me about what's going on. So one of the things I recommend is a family meeting. Literally sit down with your family and have a conversation. And you know, Christmas is coming up, the holidays are coming up. So a lot of times today, people are spread all over God's green acre. So they're not always in the same locality or town or whatever. So if you are getting together over Christmas, carve a little bit of time out and have a conversation. I'll give you an example. So before the pandemic hit and all that, we were actually seriously looking at buying an RV and starting to travel and whatever. And they're not cheap. <laughs> they're expensive. And so I got to talking with my daughter about it and said, if we bought one, would you guys, like if anything happened to us, would you guys use it or would you sell it? Or would, she said, oh, my better half would be in it in a heartbeat and be traveling all over the place and whatever. And then she jokingly said to me, mom, just don't spend everything. And I just looked <laughs> at her and I said, if I go without a dime, God bless me. And if you get anything, God bless you. <laughs> so, so it was an interesting comment from her. Please, you just don't spend everything. I'd never heard you say that before. So we've had very in-depth conversations with our daughter about what our retirement plans are and all of that kind of stuff. And you just got to start the conversation somewhere. Yeah, that's good stuff. I know just from talking to clients, it's something we really try to encourage even invite clients to have the family meeting at our office if they want, which to date, no one has taken me up on. But it is tough sometimes to have that discussion between the generations. And I think it takes courage at kind of your point of courageous conversations. So something I think will make a priority to continue to push even more than we have in the past and make sure that's happening. And also we have your book now as a resource that we can share with those people who are having a difficult time. So on that note, Jay, maybe you could tell us where people can find your book, how people can get in contact from you and what else maybe you're up to. So the website's janebloffis.com, really easy. The book's on there. I also have a complimentary planning binder that goes with the checklist at the back of the book because back to the comment I made was about getting documentation together. A lot of people who've read the book came back to me, said, love your book, love the questions. You keep telling me to get organized. I don't know how to do that. Help, help, help. So I built the companion piece to go with it. And I know there's many advisors and even lawyers out there that have started to use them in discussions with their clients. And I just wanted to share something quickly with you. One of the lawyers that uses it in his estate planning and retirement planning process said, I'm getting sick and tired of trying to tear family members apart across my boardroom table because nobody knew what anybody wanted. Nobody talked about anything. The kids were blended families, all sorts of things. So I think that's also very important. So both of those tools are on my website. I have a YouTube channel with videos on it. I've done other podcasts that are up on SoundCloud as well. And if anybody wants to drop me a note, just go into the website and just drop me a note through info. And if I can help in any way, I'm happy to. I'm not a licensed advisor. That's not my expertise today. But I do have access to people such as yourself, Joe, and other resources out there. And I'm happy to help. Yeah, that's perfect. So we'll make sure we get all that in the show notes for anyone listening. All the details were in the intro, but 
just a reminder, Jane, we're going to give away some of your books to our listeners so we can continue to spread that message on courageous conversations and making sure people are looking after all of this because it is a really important piece of the planning puzzle, I guess you could say, that maybe gets neglected a little bit behind investments and all the things people love to talk about. So I really appreciate you joining us today and providing some of your insights. Thanks, Joe. Can I add one more thing before we wrap up? Absolutely. Yeah. I would encourage people not to wait until just before they're ready to retire to be talking to people such as yourself and their families. Start early because I think if the pandemic didn't teach us anything is there's certain things we can control and that's one of them we can control is our own financial futures and how our families come out of things. So I encourage people to start earlier and not wait until they're getting really close to retirement. That's perfect. Thanks, Jane. Yeah, thank you. Okay, everybody, thanks for joining us on this episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners Incorporated and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners Inc. ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.